Welcome to the God-Centered Recovery Podcast brought to you by Narrowgate Ministries. This podcast is dedicated to giving you a God-centered approach to recovery and to life. Follow along. Let's get started. The time when selfishness is appropriate. (laughs) Funny title, but uh, follow along. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Jesus said, how can you say to your brother? Let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye. Now, I love this analogy. The idea of a speck reminds me of just a little tiny thing that you catch um, and it's easy to pull out. You just go like this and it just removes it right out. But the idea of a beam reminds me of something just like big old stuck in your eyeball, right? And so these two analogies um, were really, really funny. But how can we try to remove the speck from our brother's eye when there's a beam in our own eye? So the title today, when is it appropriate to be selfish? Selfish is to make sure that you are taking care of yourself first. And that's what Jesus is getting to. To help our brothers, we must help ourselves first. That means that if you wanted to counsel somebody's marriage, it would probably be beneficial for you to have a good marriage, right? If you were to counsel somebody in their spiritual life, it would be important for you to have a spiritual life that would be worthy of uh, replicating. And that's what Jesus is getting to here. And we're in a day and age where it's just not the case, right? We have uh, gurus and professionals who who talk about uh, different things and they're not really manifesting it themselves. It's kind of like the business coach who's never had a business. And they're standing there as an authority in business and trying to tell you how to have this great, awesome business, but they have never had one themselves. And if you're on Facebook, you know that these people are all over the place. They're telling you how to have a great business and they have no clout and credibility to back it up. Uh, We also have the same thing going on in financial world, right? Would you take advice from somebody who is giving financial advice, but they're broke? A financial advisor and an investment person who constantly loses all their money, right? And so that's the scenario that Jesus is talking about. Take care of yourself first. Here's what men often do, though. We often sacrifice everything for the sake of everyone around us, our family, our church, and all this stuff. And we sacrifice ourselves. And then what begins to happen as we begin to get empty? There's nothing left. Why? Because we're not feeding ourselves first. And this is where burnout comes in. You know, there's pastors and leaders and all these people doing great things and feeding other people. But to be able to have enough, to be able to overflow, you have to be able to feed yourself first. And that is if you are taking care of your frame, that is your family, faith, fitness, and your finances, 
and you're beginning to yield to the Spirit of God to begin to have a powerful life in those areas, then you could be an example to other people. When it comes to recovery, recovery, if you've been in addiction, if you've had trauma, if you've had uh, situations, that you have to take care of your recovery first. Now, there's a lot of people out there, and I've I reach a lot of people, and um, they try to message me um, at 8, 9 o'clock at night. I need help, brother. Yeah, you need help because you're not putting in the principles. You're not feeding yourself. And you think that I'm going to be your savior and I'm going to come rescue you? It's not going to happen. Now, if the same person were to put in the work over a long period of time, develop a new track work record and and uh, begin to um, flesh things out, then I'd be like, okay, brother, you know, I might allow this to happen. But But we have to take care of ourselves first. And that means setting boundaries, building up your mind, building up your marriage, building up your business so you can begin to overflow and give to other people. You see, the key thing in all this is this, is that we, we learn uh, principles. We learn techniques. We learn how to live. And once we learn it, we begin to live it. And from that stance of credibility of, you know what? I know this works. I know this life works because the joy that is put on the inside of me, I know it works. I'm fleshing this thing out. I'm walking this out, right? And from that location, then we can begin to put it into practice and then we can avoid being a hypocrite, what Jesus talked about. So what we have today is people trying to lead it without living it. And as we know that things do not turn out so well, Jesus gave the analogy, I'm gonna pull this little tiny little splinter out of your eye when you got a beam in your own eye. What is he saying? Fix yourself first. Man, we got this obsessive need to fix everybody. We gotta fix our son, we gotta fix our daughter, we gotta fix our neighbor. We gotta fix, 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 fix. And God is saying, you know what? You need to fix yourself. And from that standpoint of having a dynamic life, you might be able to influence or sway them in a positive direction, but you're not going to if you ain't rocking it. Now, I can't stand people that, that give marriage advice, but their, their lives are falling apart, right? And so this is the truth of the matter. So the, pro, the positive progression goes like this. You see, I'm going to recognize the log in my own eye. Now, this requires some honesty, right? I got issues. I got problems. I got things I need to do. I got a log in my eye. And from that standpoint, I can begin to be honest and face the reality and the awareness of the situation. Then I can move on to changing my mindset and my actions because I've recognized that I got a log in my eye. And a mindset shift begins to happen and behavior change begins to happen. And now I can finally see clearly to help another person. Why? Because I've done the work. I know what it takes. And that's you stand in a place of power and authority because you're living it. You're practicing it. And it gives you the ability to lead it.
And that is powerful. So you can help somebody else through the revelation that you get. Now I can help my brother. Now this is funny, uh, the way Jesus talks about the blind leading the blind. But if you you are uh, a mental guy like me, I begin to picture it. That there are these a bunch of blind people and the leader in the front holding their hand and walking with them is blind also. And he asked the question, he goes, if you do that, don't you think you all are going to fall in the ditch? Well, yeah, of course we are. We're all going to fall into the ditch. Why? Because we've got the blind leading the blind and they haven't lived it and they haven't practiced it, but yet they're trying to lead it. And that's a big problem that we have. So the reverse pro uh, progression goes like this. So I have a big old log in my eye and I'm, I'm unwilling to face and to deal with my issues. Okay. And then I begin to look at everybody else and their problems and their issues. But I want to myself. And so then we become stuck in our detrimental mindset. Because we are unwilling to face the truth, we're unable to see clearly. Think about it this way. Would you want a blind doctor working on you? Mm, I'm going to pass on that. I'll pass on the blind doctor, right? Because uh, they're not standing in a place of power. So we become stuck in these detrimental mindsets. We're unable to be honest with ourselves and face the truth. So we begin to look at our brothers and our sisters' problems and try to fix them instead. And so us offering assistance is like a blind surgeon because we're not standing in power. And guess what happens? We hurt people. We damage them and we judge them. You see, we think judgment sometimes is saying, you know what, that person's going to hell. But that has nothing to do with judgment is. Judgment is making a mental decision of why somebody does something. And that, and that causes a lot of pain in the relationship. And when we begin to assume other people's motives, when we assume we believe a lie, and our thinking, we have a lot of thinking errors going on in here, but yet we assume to know why somebody is doing something. We begin to judge them. And we begin to wonder why people judge us back. In fact, Jesus said, you know what? With the same measure you meet, the same judgment you give, it will be heaped on you, right? And so all these other people are causing us a lot of pain and we're suffering and we're being judged all the time and blah, 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 blah. With the same measure you meet, it will be heaped overflowed on you. And the only thing we can do is stop the judgment. Stop assuming to know why people do stuff. Stop assuming to know other people's motives. So here's the key that I want you to take away. Once we are standing on the solid ground, that is we're focusing on our frame, our family, faith, fitness, and finance. We're focused on those four areas of our life and we begin to build those up in a powerful fashion. We begin to stand on a firm foundation, begin to influence other people for good. But if we are not building ourselves up, then we're not standing in authority and we're not standing in any power. So take care of yourself today. Be a little selfish today. Take care of yourself. Look at your look at your finances. Look at your, your family. Look at your business. Look at your fitness. Those areas of your life and say, how am I going to build myself up so I could be a pillar of strength for somebody else? That's the word. Peace.